Alrighty, welcome back to the Second Paradigm Podcast. This is Halford speaking, about to introduce David and Miriam in just a moment. But before we do, let's roll the intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You popped right in. No, thanks. In my head, in my mind, I'm all alone, stuck in time, but in my soul, Doyers will knock them relentlessly. You're one of God and a collective of everything. We're literally the same matter as the trees, the stars, the breeze, that alone we breathe. The only truth is interconnectedness. Separation is only forgetfulness. Wake up to this grounded existence, led by soul, where the world stands witness. Welcome back to the Second Paradigm Pod Cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up? um i don't know i just figured we could riff on stuff i don't know anything about the current collective narratives which i must say is lovely other than Mm -hmm. that epstein's sidekick got arrested which is Mm. like huge news yeah that's pretty crazy she was in new hampshire and she had bought a house under an llc and they like kept the identity of her secret and private to Hmm. the realtor so the realtor didn't even know who they were selling to. Wow. And then, yeah, so all that's getting disclosed. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So. My goodness. That's all I really know. As mm-hmm. far I don't know about like masks or coronavirus or Black Lives Matter or any yeah. of that stuff. I'm like, eh. You know, I think that's okay. Yeah, it feels really good. Mm-hmm. It feels nice to not be so plugged into it. Like at all. Yeah. And that's what we wanted. I mean, our, I think our last podcast, we were like, okay, we're done talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it just kind of maxed out? Yeah, it feels like the collective is just going to spin out for a while. Yeah. On the same stuff. I don't it's, I don't know that I've seen even anything new. No, there's new. nothing new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There'll be another new narrative soon, but right now there's a pause. Yeah. There's just an amplification of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny to think back to like March, like what the slogans were, like what the propaganda was in March. It was mm-hmm. like, don't touch your face, wash your hands, stay six feet apart. And now like nobody talks about touching your face. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's not even a thing anymore because everybody's touching their face wearing the mask. You got to touch your face. Yeah, that's funny. So it's just funny, like the stuff that's fallen off and like how it shifted. Mm-hmm. That I was thinking about that on my walk this morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chaz and Chop in Seattle got broken up on July 1st. But yeah, I'm not really staying up with the, the latest either. I know. It's kind of nice. Jordan Peterson's back, sort of. Yeah. Which that's is pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I know you really yeah, like he's him. He's had a rough time. Yeah. Addicted to benzo mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Something physical peen. addiction to, to benzodiazepines. <laughs> Benzopine. Benzopine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah yeah so it was cool to hear him talk and his daughter interviewed him on her podcast and mm-hmm. it was yeah i cried twice the beginning and at the end it was, mm-hmm. it was really sweet mm-hmm. it was a sweet conversation between da- daughter and dad yeah i really liked it but yeah i know i haven't been as immersed and like even my facebook feed or my instagram feed feels like it's back to like somewhat of a mm-hmm. thing that i can be with and i also unfollowed a bunch Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Mm, nope. Yeah. 
so yeah, it just feels like this like quiet still time in between. Yeah, it kind of feels like we're starting to get back into our work in the world. That's not that we ever really stopped, but yeah, this has always been a part of it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you don't know, we're launching a thing called Second Paradigm Monthly, Mm -hmm. which is very exciting. So if you go to the secondparadigm.com, you can read about it and see all the links and stuff. And we're going to be doing a public channel light and a public recorded recorded. light language activation every month. Yes. So we're putting those in a membership site and we'll probably throw up some other resources and bonuses and all those things. We always try Mm -hmm. to be really... uh, yeah, I don't know, generous with our peeps. Mm-hmm, for sure. But yeah, that's the uh, those are the things that are on the books every month. First Tuesday channel nights, and then first of the month light language recordings. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. Awesome. Yeah, the the all access monthly includes both of them, and it's twenty bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make it a no brainer and Easy just have a way piece. to stay in touch with the uh, with the latest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> well, I cool. didn't say that. You said it. <laughs> well, I feel like we're starting to like pull into, I don't know, like not that we're going back to the start of our work, but just it feels like we get to cover a lot of like foundational stuff, which is cool. Yeah. And like really, really speak into like, okay, let's like really dive into like body versus soul and really mm-hmm. dive into dialing into intuition and, yeah. and all of that. Like those topics feel like they're starting to come back around. Yeah. There's cause there's a whole lot that has to break before someone can even like, if I don't know, I know you've gotten some pings to like, Oh, Hey, can my friend talk to you about channeling? She's totally lost and confused. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, we have a gazillion free resources. Like, mm-hmm. but it just, it's so much more complex than that. And like, there's a whole paradigm shift that needs to happen in mm-hmm. order to even like begin to have a conversation about channeling mm-hmm. in my not so humble, yeah, never I, so I humble wholeheartedly. opinion. Yeah. Like I, cause we don't, I don't feel like we're very traditional in those like spiritual pockets. Mm-mm. Like we're like, no, no, no. Trust yourself. Stay in your own energy. Like channel your fucking self, like mm-hmm. channel more of who you're here to be. Not these like, like, I, like sidestepping, like it's like stay in your oversoul. Like you don't need to be channeling fucking, I don't yeah. even know, whoever. I can't even think of somebody. I know. That would be like me going into trance and like channeling Mother Mary. Mm-hmm. It just feels so not what's here for me. Like I feel like. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm supposed to just not, not do that at all and like be me and say what I have to say. Not what Mother Mary has to say. Yeah. And you could. Like, I think everyone has the hardware of to do all do. of this stuff, you know? You just kind of kind of get around the weird feeling of starting to bring through something that's not coming from your brain and, like, learn how all the all the things work. But, like, all the mechanics and just there's mm-hmm. some, like, foundational understandings to help navigate it. Yeah. But, yeah, I think everyone has the hardware to channel things, but I just don't. There have been no cases with anyone that we've ever worked with in mm-hmm. our three years where I've been like, you know what? What feels like here is to blow up in your channel. Yeah. Never. Ever. No. It feels so destabilizing and not actually yeah. the truth. Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird. We take this really non-traditional approach to spirituality because we're not down with all of the medicine journeys. Definitely not. I'm a fucking hard no to that shit. Yeah. For ourselves. <laughs> and when our clients play there, we, I mean, we help them to navigate stuff. For sure. 
but we never ever recommend it. No. Because it's so fundamentally destabilizing. And we also don't teach people how to channel, which is weird because I channel. Mm-hmm. You know I know. I mean? It's this Thanks. weird like paradox thing. Yeah. And if someone's channel was already blowing open or they were having those experiences or they settle into their own truth and their own oversoul and all of that was there, then I think it'd be different. Yeah. And I think like what we don't teach is trance channeling, but we do encourage expression. And that's the same thing as channeling. Yep. Yep. Like it's like it's whether it's through like art or movement or singing or music mm-hmm. or anything, however it comes through, light language. Yeah. Always encourage that. And that's that's and I think that's actually more common than everyone so going into more. trance and trance channeling. Like so I, I think more. that's not what's here. Like mm-hmm. I you're fully fucking built for that shit. The way you're all your however you work. Yeah, I don't <laughs> you're sometimes so, I don't even understand it. Yeah, you're it's, so built for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even in my own life, so like there's different ways to go about channeling. And I think the most the place that people start when they want to channel is they want more wisdom. Mm-hmm. And they want more knowledge and they want to understand more about what's happening in their life and all of that. Yeah. That's where I started. Undoubtedly, that's why I was so fascinated. For sure. But it's never about that. Mm-hmm. And they're it's like the things that we understand right now about spirituality or all of those things like are it's vastly smaller than what we'll understand in like a year or two years or three years or whatever. And I think it's it's always the same, right? Yeah. For everyone. That's always true. But it's like the wis it's not about the wisdom. It's about relevance. And it's about what what do we actually need to know? Or when we're helping someone, what do does that person need to know to be able to come to do what's actually here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's here is always something confronting that's keeping them from choosing to be more of themselves in the world, even though it's the thing that's there consistently yeah. for them. Yeah. And that all of life is pressing them into that thing. And if you don't dial into like, okay, here's the mechanics of life. Here's the things that are really here. It's easy to view spirituality as like, I don't know, some like magic book that you go read to get a hack or a cheat code to life. Mm-hmm. But it's never about that. Mm-hmm. Because the the like miracle of life is right here in the present moment. Yeah, And all of the like quote unquote knowledge and wisdom often takes you out of that moment and Mm -hmm. takes you out of the things that are here like to to go even further on the things that we take hard stances against like there are so many spiritual teachings that just aren't relevant at all Mm -hmm. and take people away out of things Mm -hmm. like even things to like scan through your thoughts and feelings and emotions or do deep trauma healing or or all of these things yeah we don't do any of that we don't do any of that stuff Mm -mm. unless it's very very there and then it's just obvious right but it doesn't even show up in the ways that everybody else no. does it or says that how you're supposed to do it mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that you need these certifications in order to hold this kind of space. And yeah. it, this isn't, that's not what happens. <laughs> it's just so not the truth of it. It's almost like underneath spirituality. It's almost like spirituality got hijacked by the same bodily desires that the rest of the world runs on Mm. very, very traditional biological evolutionary values. Like you got to make sure you're safe, that you're going to be okay. And you got to get more. You got to feel better or you got to have more. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that people are using spirituality for. And when you use spiritual things for that, I mean, you can manipulate the energy, Of course. but we had a podcast about that where we, I mean, 
I've always thought of that as black magic yeah. from the very beginning, but it took a really long time for me to even have the courage to say mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But when you're manipulating the energy, it's possible, but that that's not what life is. Right. And that's not the point here as a spiritual being at, right. in the light, mm-hmm. because the most important things are already here in front of you. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the path that we always take is what do you really need to be with what's already here? Mm-hmm. Cause that's really what's, what's hard. Yep. The conflict, the, whatever the, like I'm, I'm having trouble bringing my awareness into this moment. I'm super distracted. I think that I need to do these dozens and dozens of mm-hmm. spiritual or physical things in order to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like what is it? What do you actually need to come back all the way here and just face reality as yeah. yourself and do what's really here and choose your soul. Mm-hmm. I think that's always been what this work has been pressing everyone into myself included and it's still what it's about yeah hmm. and it feels like the first i mean three years or whatever of my journey and the thing that we help most people with is like just breaking ideas that aren't true yeah mm-hmm. break down all of our very untrue ideas about our safety and security mm-hmm trying to ensure a level of safety that already exists. That was B's favorite line to give to Mm -hmm. me all the time. I'd be like, Hey, what do I do about this? He's like, well, just recognize that you're trying to ensure a level of safety that already exists. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh fuck. Okay. So I'm wasting my time essentially. And I'm Mm -hmm. spinning on something and I'm believing that I'm not okay. So I need to do these things, but I am already okay. So then what else is here? Mm -hmm. We're breaking ideas like that. And they're not all survival. Some are like, here's the things I need to do to grow a business and have the life I want. So what's the difference between like doing belief work and breaking ideas? The difference between belief work and breaking ideas is belief work is like personal development theater and where you think that if you dive in and then find a new belief that you're done, Mm -hmm. but breaking ideas is about having the experience, the physical experience of like having your reality proving you wrong. Yep. Or negative and you still being okay and supportive yes. and always taking care or of. not doing the thing you think you have to do. Things maybe going a little bit to chaos because you're freaked the fuck out, but everything being okay. Yeah. Recognizing that you're always okay. Yeah. It's the actual experience. And that that's why that's why this works all about the present moment and about coming back to mm-hmm. to life, really, not like our mental constructs of life, but coming back to the experience of life is because it's the only fucking place where we can learn anything. Yeah. Yeah, on my walk this morning, I was thinking a lot about presence and walking by all the different houses and like thinking about how people live in them and like, you know, how the mm-hmm, sun hits mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if they sit in that room in the morning where the sun, mm-hmm. hit. you know, I just have all these ideas as I'm walking by people's homes. And I was thinking, I was thinking, wow, it's really interesting. Like, I imagine like, you know, we're living in this really affluent neighborhood on a golf course, mm-hmm. country club vibes. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, we're not in the, uh, what, not tiny. tiny house. We're not in the small house anymore. <laughs> in the small <laughs> house. Yeah. We're not there anymore. Um, and it was just like, it was like, oh, everyone like has worries and mm-hmm. like thinks about things and is concerned about things, no matter how much money's in the bank, no matter mm-hmm. how like awesome and stable their home environment is or whatever, like all of, you know, like even walking around this neighborhood, I could feel people with their like worries for sure. And I was like, Oh, and then I, I was wondering, I was like, how does the worrying stop? And I was like, Oh, if there is nothing to worry when you're here, 
Mm-hmm. Like there is no need for worry when you're here and present mm-hmm. and just like one foot in front of the other and just observing nature. Yeah. I know that at least works for me. Yeah. Cause there's nowhere to spin to. There's nothing yep. to, to spin off of or bounce off of or ping pong around on. <laughs> so yeah, it's a cool moment. And then this guy drove by, he backed out of his driveway and he, him and his buddy were in the front seat and he waved like, he waved like he, he's probably like in his forties and he waved like he was like four. He was like so excited and like, like mm-hmm. waving back and forth really quick. I'm like, Oh, I bet they're going somewhere fun. And then oh, I funny. think his wife pulled out after them and I was like, Oh, they must all be going somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's like so excited. I was like, Oh, he's not worried. And then I was even wondering, I was like, is that why we do things? Like, is that why we do exciting things or distract ourselves with things to not feel the worry? Mm. So that was there too. So we're all these different threads mm-hmm. coming in. Yeah. I mean, I think often. Mm-hmm. But like, it's still there, you know? Of course. Yeah, it hasn't gone anywhere. It's always still there. But I guess that's the stuff that gets to break, I think. And I think that's what we're a stand for at the second paradigm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, all of that stuff. Just mm-hmm. like it breaks through time and through physical experience, like through actual like biological, physical yeah. experience of feeling what it feels like to have nothing and to still be supported mm-hmm. and to like completely run out of food and then have your Airbnb lady bring you a bowl of apples. Yeah that happened to us (laughs) yeah yeah like it's almost like our biological systems are like a vr headset and like we see flames coming you know like there's this big fire that's coming our way we don't feel the heat so it's confusing Mm -hmm. and if we're actually in our physical experience like we we don't feel it but like we're we build our decisions around it anyway. Like the fire's coming, I gotta you know. Uh huh. And then like once you once you watch that fire hit you, and you don't get burned, mm-hmm. then you go, oh, it's not real. Yeah. But it's like we gotta kind of learn what's real and what's not real. Yeah. We gotta learn what's just old biological remnants and what's actually true. Yep. Because then like those worries aren't just lingering. Right. Because we think. <sighs> It's this weird thing. Like, I don't think we take into consideration very often the majesty of the sequence of life. Definitely. That there's something already happening here. Yes. That that worry, once you face it, goes away. And that that's actually the biggest inhibitor to everything we're becoming. Mm-hmm. Like, that isn't very acknowledged. I don't no. see it acknowledged anywhere. <laughs> but when you realize that the thing that's coming up, reality's pressing in so that that thing will come up. Mm-hmm. then you have the courage to face it or you can, I don't know, muster the courage to face it. And then when you face it, you go, oh, it's a fucking, it's a VR fire. Yeah. And then VR fires come your way and you're like, you know, chances are that's not real. And you start yeah. to get like really, really good at navigating uh-huh. all of these weird VR fucking simulations that are coming your way. And you learn to settle back and then trust your experience. Like trust the fact that like, you know what? I never felt myself burning in the first place. I didn't even feel Mm -hmm. any heat. And you start to learn what experience even is. And, and then VR fires come your way and you're like, oh yeah, that one's not real. Mm -hmm. You know? Totally. hundred percent. And you're free, not just for that experience, but for the rest of your life, you have this embodied experience. Yeah. 
and you know, and you're able to navigate reality with such a level of ease moving forward. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we think that if we just craft our lives perfectly and just can suddenly magically feel better, or we like, we medicate or we ceremony or we (laughs) belief work ourselves to perfection then everything will always be okay. But that's not true because reality is trying to make us hurt in the ways that we think hurt, but aren't actually real. Like Mm -hmm. reality sending as many fucking VR fires our way so that we can see that it's not real. Yes. Yes. Love that. And unless you know that you live your entire life in fear of those fires Mm -hmm. and you can never be yourself because there's plenty of fires on the way to being yourself. Mm -hmm. Plenty. All the social pushback, like being afraid of what everyone's going to say or think, not even thinking that you're worthy of doing that, thinking that your your entire life's going to implode if you say something or be something or come out into the world that you won't be financially supported. Like all, there's so many VR fires, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but literally none of them are real. And it's the whole reason why we came here is to become ourselves. Yeah. And we are so supported in becoming ourselves mm-hmm. so much so that soul is sending as many VR fires as possible. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, I'm excited to talk about all this stuff again and to like I feel B starting to go to like some really, really fundamental things. It feels mm-hmm. like we get to unpack that in our channel nights and it just feels good. It feels really, really good. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for those of you advanced as fuck folk out there who have been with us for a long time, um, it'll just be deeper layers. Yeah. Deeper for understanding. Sure. I know it's that way for me. It's like just further mm-hmm. embodiments Same. of the messages. Same. Even though they feel simple at times. Mm-hmm. And like irrelevant almost. Like it's like, ah, yeah, what's here? Big deal. Like, And it's like, oh, but like, wait, what's here? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, and then maybe the next time you breathe a little deeper when you ask yourself that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it's so cool. cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I love this work. Mm-hmm. Me too. Feels like it's here to stay for a really long time. Yeah. Like I, I so feel, I mean, I did have a meltdown however many days ago about it, but so I was like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know. What am I doing here? I have no creative <laughs> energy. I cried outside to David. I was like, my love, anytime there's any sort of pause whatsoever, you feel this way. It's not true. You just did a bunch of shit. Like, we're so good. I know. We had just moved. Mm-hmm. I just started my period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like a recipe yeah. for disaster. I think I was constipated or I had diarrhea. I don't know. It was like one extreme. <laughs> but you know what? We have these conversations and like we go into things and things feel fucking real. And we're like, but this VR fire is so real. And like we it, kind of go to each like other. You don't and understand, we get support on David. It. Yeah. yeah, you don't <laughs> understand this one that seems the same as every other one. This one this this has to be real. It's the real one. I don't think you know. This you VR fire is blue. You don't get it. <laughs> it's blue fire. Blue fire is hotter. Uh, but like the... Even the way I've noticed in myself, the way that I hold myself in that thing is like, there's almost this thing of like, you know what? Most likely this isn't real at all, but like still allowing myself to have the experience and feel through it and all of those things and like play into it a little bit, like Mm -hmm. when it's there, you know, and I I feel like I noticed the same thing in you, like you, how quickly you go, 
yeah, I know it's not real, but it feels real, mm-hmm. you know, like how quickly you're able to like to still sort through it even even at the the peak difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I know how ridiculous because I mean, my truth barometer is going off. It's like mm-hmm. false, false. She's lying. Yeah. She's lying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every word out of her mouth is a lie. And I can feel that internally. Yep. And I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. But the other piece is still running. That's like. I'm not creative anymore and I lost everything and I'm never going to do anything with my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so that's, that's the thing, right? Like I think everybody has those pieces within them. Like everybody has that knowing they may not listen to it. It may not be very highly prioritized in their being, but like everybody has that sense of like, man, this is utter bullshit. Or like, like I just, I know it, but Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing it anyway. And then on on the outside, you know, it's like just Mm -hmm. throwing a like hysterical fit or like making a scene or like whatever it Mm -hmm. is, you know? So like, I don't know the, this frame has been coming in a lot. It's going to be in our up channel, upcoming channel night. And like I wrote an email about it for those of you who are on our newsletter and the, the thing is like, remember, it was titled something like, remember how you see you, but it was like, remember the bet that you made. Mm. Like, remember what you're actually doing. Cause that's yeah. so significant. Like you're internally in those moments, you're like, you're making that bet all over again. Yeah. This thing in my being, all the evidence I've ever had and all, all of my belief systems, everything is telling me that I don't have a purpose and everything's terrible and my life's going to implode. Mm-hmm. But this little whisper, which society doesn't recognize as being true or valid or even existing at all, is saying, oh, no, that's a, that's a lie. That's not actually real. You're completely safe and good. Mm-hmm. Every single time anything comes up, we make that bet. It's true. Like you're betting that your life's not about to implode. Yeah. Constantly. Mm-hmm. And so am I. And so are all of our people. Mm-hmm. So are like anyone who calls themselves a spiritual person has made that bet at least once. And it feels cool to be able to Mm -hmm. recognize that and then to start to like understand the dynamics underneath it of like, what bet are you actually making? What are you really doing here? And like, you're prioritizing your soul over your body's programming and like, Mm -hmm. cool. Like now we can like understand what we're even doing Yeah. and like really give ourselves credit for it. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Just getting jazzed up as it gets closer, more and more starts to drop in for the channel lights. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah, I know. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like had this dream that David diagnosed me with something. And whatever the diagnosis was, it was it meant that I stopped growing spiritually. So I woke up and I was all in a... What do you mean that I diagnosed you? I you were like, oh, you have some such and such. Oh, uh-huh. I can't remember what it, the diagnosis was. Huh. But it meant, it meant that I stopped growing spiritually. So then I started packing my bag, my backpack, and I was like really sad. And I was like, oh, I have to leave. It's so funny. <laughs> so it was like all swirling around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You start to pick up on the patterns of the bullshit, though, you know? Like, it's like the more that you yeah. do this, it's the same thing. That's true. Always. That's true. And we start to recognize each other's shit too, which is awesome. It's so fun. So awesome. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like doing this with you. Hmm.
sehen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Hmm. You know, the, the only other thing that really feels here, I was just checking in, I was like, are we done? This feels like a short podcast. We've been doing such long podcasts, but I love having these conversations because mm. it's like, it's like, remember the bet that you're making all the time. Yes. But it's like, it's also kind of like, remember why you're doing it and remember what you're doing. You know, yeah. when I contrast this conversation with like our previous conversations, you know, where we're sorting through all the collective stuff and all of that, like the reason why so often that internal message is, is like, just let it drop. Mm-hmm. It's because those collective things are the same biological mechanisms playing out on a massive scale. 100%. Yeah, you're so right. So it's cool when you start to see your own safety is insured, then you hit this weird dissonance where it's like, but if I'm okay, that means everyone's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a mind fuck. Yeah. It's such a mind fuck. I remember we got to Seattle and looked yeah. at all the homelessness and we're like, maybe we're just wrong. Yeah. Which you know how I feel about being wrong, guys. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh interested. my God. I'm not interested in being wrong. <laughs> and maybe you don't know how I feel about being wrong, but I just go on like a two week research spin <laughs> to, to make sure that I'm not check myself so hard. I'm my worst critic. I, I like, I take like PhD level dissertations against my work. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous and helpful in some ways. <laughs> So it makes you such a good channel. But yeah, that like that collective thing, it's almost like to summarize like what we've been talking about mm-hmm. in our podcast. It's like the reason why like we keep getting the message, let it drop or just like, yeah, some really years to do mm-hmm. is because it's the same thing. Yeah. Like the whole collective, we all have our VR headsets on and we're like, but like, I don't know if you guys see that we're not, on, not only is the fire coming, but it's been burning us alive for like 500 years or, you know, it's, or it's been burning us alive since January. Like we got to put it out, got to put it out, got to put it out. When you start to recognize in your own being that you're good, then you start to recognize that everyone's good. Everyone's going through the same process. And like they're getting to see their own VR headsets. They're getting to see their own virtual flames. Yeah. That's the best thing about this whole thing, I mm-hmm. think, or can be. And I've said it before with, with COVID specifically. It was like everyone was having such unique experiences of it. Like some people were like, oh, my God, mortality, everyone's dying. Mm-hmm. And other people were like, I don't know. Like my mom, she's like, I don't know anybody that's died. And she's the like age group and the demographic for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny. I'm like, wow, everyone's really having their own unique experience with this yeah. like very intentionally. Like to talk about the like the the divine orchestration and did you say majesty? Mm-hmm. The majestic mm-hmm. like, yeah, the majestic orchestration of everything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it just it's it's funny. It's funny that we all and then seeing that play out and like watching that play out for other people and seeing like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. OK, they clearly have something here with this because they're fucking going hog wild. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, hog wild. <laughs> there's people I follow that are like on the 5G pulse like they are just on it. And it feels mm-hmm. so steady and it feels so right. And I know it's not mine to do, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go. Like, clearly this is here for you. Yeah. And then there's other stuff that I see out there and it feels like such a sidestep. And I'm like, eh, I'm not interested. I want you back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like interesting to like feel. And I mean, that my truth barometer yeah. tells me that I don't I just trust it. And like yeah. just you can feel it. Yeah, right. Can't mm-hmm. other people feel it too? For sure. Maybe it's not a superpower like I thought. Yeah, <laughs> but you're you're quick. You trust it way more than I do. Way oh, more than yeah. anyone I know. Yeah. It's uh, wild. Thanks, love. But yeah. yeah, I mean it just it just feels clear. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, it's just really, really interesting. I, I just I couldn't get over that with the COVID stuff, especially with the the hospitals being empty. In you know, and seeing mm-hmm. footage of empty hospitals, and then having other people come back at me saying, like, how could I possibly share that? Like, hospitals are full. Like, you yeah. don't know what it's like. And I'm like, wow, this is interesting. These are both are true. Yeah. Like that's fucking gnarly. And mm-hmm. then, like, I think what's what's just so important and always has been so important is to to really trust yourself now more than ever. Like mm-hmm. always, like double down on your intuitive knowing, triple down, quadruple down on it. Like. Like that is, that is all that's here for you is that own inner truth that you know to be true, regardless of what anybody else is saying out Mm -hmm. there. Cause there's a lot of Royal we's out there. There's a lot of like, we got to worry about this. And in the face of that, you have to be able to go, yeah, but I don't. Right. And that feels scary to say, cause Mm -hmm. then you're seen as selfish and da, 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 and the list goes on. All the things, all the things. I'm just willing to be all of that, like awful shit. Yeah. In the name of not being it. Because the truth is, is that I'm not all of those things that people yeah. would say that I am. But I'm willing to like be labeled as that because it's not, it doesn't even it doesn't hold. Yeah. Because you know what's the most powerful thing ever when you have a VR headset on and you're terrified of you it? take off the headset. No. Is to watch someone else stand in the middle of the fire and like dance. Because mm. you're like, wait, they're not burning alive? Yeah. Like to walk, to watch someone walk right through it and be like, fuck this VR fire. This shit ain't real. You know, like you yeah. on your IGTV essentially is what you do. Like you just walk through face. fires. Yeah. Not supposed to touch you just face. walk through fires and you're like, Hey, listen, I'm good. Like <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah. It's very, very powerful. I, I couldn't even, you know, like I just have this scene playing out in my head where it's like, Oh my God, it's getting closer. It's getting close. Yeah. And then you walk someone, you watch someone like casually like power walk through it or uh-huh. something. And you're like, wait, what was that? Uh-huh. What was that? Oh, I love that. And I, I think we do that for each other all the time on an individual scale. But like, that's like who's playing that role on the collective scale? Because that's a VR fire. Right. That if you don't fall in line with the royal we, then you're a terrible person. Yeah. That's a huge fire. And there's so many academics who are dancing in it, you know, mm. who are who are like, hey, listen, guys, this is ridiculous. So I'm just going to like, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to pull out my blackboard and I'm going to put it up in. I'm going to build my classroom in this fire. 
Yeah. And anyone who wants to come listen, obviously I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. So like anyone who wants to come listen, that, that'd be really great. And they're kind of like teaching people like, hey, like there's this big thing where people are telling you you're a terrible person if you're in this fire, but like it's not real. Mm-hmm. Like actually the fire's over there <laughs> and you're in an actual fire with your <laughs> VR headset thinking you're in safety. Please just leave <laughs> that thing and mm-hmm. come into this VR fire where it's fucking green and grassy everywhere. It's just funny. Our our perception's so weird. But yeah, I I love that. Like that's that's it. Yeah. It just feels so like obvious and clear. Like I don't know. I knew all this shit would have to break eventually for people. You know, that they'd have to just trust themselves. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know like when or how and I didn't know it would be so big. I didn't yeah. know it would be such a big, like, global I didn't know it would be so comical, too. Like, you think it'd be better. Like, you think the narratives would be just a little better. Oh, yeah, they're so sloppy. So you sloppy. You holes in all of them. They don't stand a chance. Do you, like, whoo, I know. Like, fall. You're like, wait, that was a cardboard cutout? Uh-huh. It wasn't even VR fire. It was a VR yeah. cardboard cutout of, <laughs> of fire. fire. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You couldn't even code some actual fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think lots of people are having that experience right now. I, I, hope, I so. hope. I hope so. Yeah. I hope things are waking up for people. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, it's interesting. I think I've shared this here. I can't remember. But just talking to my mom and her feeling like sad about her friends, like her friends are really some of them her like close her actual close friends are really swept up in mainstream media news and are like scared Mm. they're just so scared Mm -hmm. and then my mom's just going out going to bible study oh we sit real close and we hug each other Mm -hmm. (laughs) like do you wear masks she's like oh no like it's just like i don't know yeah, I, everyone's just having their compl- like whatever experience they need to have. I this is how I see it, I guess, mm-hmm. and f- based on everything that's come through for the second paradigm, mm-hmm. it's like everyone's having their own unique experience to bring more soul into their life. Yeah, like uh, being faced with like a gazillion different choice points throughout the day, yep. and like really having to check in and being like, oh wait, do I need to wear a mask into this store? And it's like, mm-hmm. actually, I don't feel that at all. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, wait, I'm wearing a mask while driving. Do I want to do that? Does that feel good? Like it's like moment to moment check-ins and then honoring that intuitive knowing all the mm-hmm. way through. Even yeah. And then it gets scary when you honor that intuitive knowing and you walk into a place where the sign on the door says you can't enter unless you're wearing a mask and then you walk in without a mask on still. Mm. Then that's when all your shit comes up. But I feel like and that happened to me at Circle K. I went mm-hmm. to go pee <laughs> or attempted to pee and then we just peed in the car. Mm-hmm. In the cups. <laughs> that was fun. That was funny. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, I mean, I can't say it enough. It just feels so, so important. And that's like your evolutionary edge, right? Like that's what builds resiliency. Like that's what builds like, I don't know, this like ability to still stand and be you in the world even in Circle K without your mask on, even though Mm -hmm. everybody's in line standing on their dot with their mask Mm -hmm. and like, like being bold enough to walk in there without one. 
like, fuck, I'm like, man, it already felt hard enough to walk into Circle K just, you know, pre COVID (laughs) just as myself. And then to walk in, yeah, without a mask is like, it just amplifies it. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. But I mean, that's what you said when we had lunch the other day. You said oppression builds strong people. Yeah. And I, I, it's you, like a side effect of, of oppression is, is what I was saying, you know, because I think there's, to whatever extent there's corruption and actual like malicious oppression a side effect is you end up building like underneath the pressure that you're putting on people that takes out 90% of people. You build a really, really strong 10%, like a very strong minority of people who rise to that, that pressure and go, Mm -hmm. yeah, like I'm just getting stronger. Like like, thanks for the workout. Right. That is how it feels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It feels so hard for me to not wear a mask in those places. I just don't even go in anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like impossible. It feels harder now than it has before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I still have to just trust my knowing and not wear one. Like that's so not here for me. That makes no fucking sense. Like it just doesn't. Yeah. So it's so, I don't know. I like myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I can't play pretend. Yeah. And it's weird to watch other people play pretend. And it's weird to watch people not have an opinion and just like abide. Mm-hmm. Like that's strange to me. Because mm-hmm. you can feel it. Because it's the same disconnect that was there before no mask no mask it was the same disconnect that was there in december Mm -hmm. it's weird to feel that and it's like kind of sad but i also am like okay well soul's got to be getting in there too right in some ways or are there people that are just here that are just running the programming and like they're not here to in embody soul i think everyone's soul's pressing in on them Mm. everyone's right it feels mm-hmm. like it would have to yeah but like when i think back so when i think right now because I, I really really do see a massive spiritual revolution happening in so many ways in yeah, the past for century sure. for sure 100 percent. but like when i look back and i think back the large majority of people just ran the programs weren't aware of soul at all yeah And even their spiritual sense was like, oh, yeah, I go to the church and there I find God and then I follow the rules. Yep, 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 yep. And there was like a rules-based, we, the priest class, are going to nudge the collective toward light, hopefully, or or not, depending on what corruption was in the priest class. But we're going to nudge the collective toward light and they're not going to really know why they're doing that. But they're just going to do it. I think there's been way more of that in the past. But I don't know. I just see things shaking up so much now. Um, oh, but the point was, I think even when the large majority of people aren't even aware of soul, soul's still working in that process. So like there's there's mm. slight decision-making processes that happen. Like I think about 
certain inventors or certain things that have no spiritual context, no anything, and they're straight up channeling new technologies, bringing new things in. I think even back to like the founding fathers coming together and like creating some sort of collective intelligence and pulling from some collective field about what's possible. You know, like I I see soul in so many of the elements of society Mm -hmm. that it's like, is soul getting in? Like it's, uh, it's unavoidable. Yeah. Of course. Well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Sometimes I look at those people and I uh-huh. judge them and think they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I've taken more of a mid I've taken more of a mid-tier stance to that. B takes a harder line than I'm willing to in this moment. Mm-hmm. B says in our docs just straight up in the the uh true power of peace is that what that mm-hmm. docs called mm-hmm. true power, right? Oh man, it's the same fucking thing as the black magic. There's there's elements of my things that are so hard to even come out of my mouth. B says basically. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh man, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If there was no soul interaction with biology whatsoever, our entire collective would just run out biological programming. So all of the advances of our entire species from like the beginning of Homo sapiens and even further back, all of the innovations are soul, all of them, mm. everyone. Because then we just still be running around like animals, right? And just fucking and Because it doesn't make sense. And, and this is the way that I can rationalize that because that stance scares me. Man, I can't even find my rationals. This is hard for me. I don't know why talking about certain huh. things is so hard for me. I'm with you. I'm here. It just like lumps on my throat. <laughs> yeah, lumps as a <laughs> verb. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can I can see it. <laughs> This isn't hard to be on the receiving end, FYI. This otherwise, tracks. so otherwise, right? Okay. Because we think about the core three. So the whole process of, of soul through the levels of clearance or the stages of enlightenment, whatever you call it, these phases of awakening, the whole point of the entire first chunk of that is to see through for the first time the core three. Mm-hmm. So core three is survival or basic survival urges and instincts than material and emotional desires. So it's to be able to see through your core survival mechanisms and your core kind of desire mechanisms. Mm-hmm. And once you see through those, you pop into this place called self-acceptance and then you kind of you keep going and start to land more soul, become more aware of soul, all of that. But even global education, like being able to learn more about the world, the systems of the world, to be able to understand money, to be able to impact the world in a very specific way and value systems and all of those things. Even that is outside of those core three. And even that is like pretty unique in the animal species or the animal kingdom. Like I do, I can see how if there was no soul interaction with biology, we would just be running the core three. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. You know, because mm-hmm. it's just animal instinct. Like it's weird that we, I don't even know how we rationalize it in psychology. The only way I can make sense of reality is to differentiate body and soul. It's the only way I can. I've tried so many other ways to disprove myself, right? In, in one of my PhD dissertations against myself, <laughs> I tried to find other splits that were more useful, but I can't find anything. 
because you can say, oh, it's like a higher function of the brain, but that doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. When I differentiate body and soul, I go, okay, body, I can make sense of right the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Like it's so obvious what's our animal programming. Yeah. So obvious, just even in, in personal experience and to look out at culture, to look at, at the, at the way that the, the world systems are created and structured and the incentives that are in and all, it makes so much almost immediately like, okay, that's body. Yeah. But I think that's the only thing that would be here and the only thing that would be running if soul weren't, weren't impacting that in some way. So like soul can get twisted and it's not that like everything's perfect because light isn't just perfection. Right. That's never what we're bringing through. Even when we're pressing the edges of this spiritual revolution and evolution sloppy and all AF. of that, <laughs> it's still so sloppy because mm-hmm. we're, it's soul fit for the times, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that we do are, that are atrocious that we don't even know are atrocious. Yeah. We have no true. fucking idea. It's just not even not in our realm of awareness because we're pushing mm-hmm. the edges of things that are far more atrocious and obvious. Yeah. And if we go back in time, that was the same thing. They had things that were far more atrocious than the things that we look back and go, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, but we were trying to keep people from chopping each other's heads off with swords. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what we were dealing with homes. Like, I understand mm-hmm. that you're fucking iPhone, you know, whatever. Like that would be, I think their response. <laughs> yeah. Like I get that like spam emails are really big deal to you, but like <laughs> Jimmy chopped off 300 people's heads and we didn't know what to do with them. So mm-hmm. It feels like it feels like kind of like that, but the messages are always really relevant to the times, and they're always kind of updating biology. So I think about even McDonald's. We use that as an example mm-hmm. all the time. Like McDonald's revolutionized the quickness of food and the efficiency of that, bringing business systems and really mm-hmm. like really innovative efficient efficient systems into food, which then helps to feed more people in a quicker and cheaper way. That's yep. pretty revolutionary. Yeah. So if we look at it just from that perspective, mm-hmm. I can see how soul influenced that system to yep. be able to make it better and to really create something that's going to revolutionize the way we do food forever. Yep. It's true. I can entirely see that. Yep. But if I look at it from the perspective of like, oh my God, it's so unhealthy and cheeseburgers are so terrible. How didn't they know 50 years ago that the mm-hmm. food pyramid was bullshit? And it's like, cause it was mm-hmm. the fucking food pyramid. Like, mm-hmm. like it wasn't, you know, like that was just the food standard. Yeah. Like the, we had no idea. Though when I look at it from that perspective of like, oh my God, I can't believe you serve cheeseburgers. Then I have a hard time seeing soul, mm-hmm. but that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the way of looking back at our past as archaic rather than revolutionary based on its past. Right. Right. So yeah, if I look at it from this perspective, like I can start to make sense of that, but it's still a hard stance for me to take. Like no innovation has ever really happened except for soul. It's hard for me to, to be with. It's hard for me to take a stand in because it's so just wide sweeping and, and goes against lots of consensus thought. Well, it feels true to me. I think you did a great job. Thanks. And I think our listeners Thanks. would agree. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's the only way I can actually make sense of things. Yeah. yeah. So my edge that I'm noticing more and more is internally it's the only way i can make sense of things i tracked it against everything i possibly can but it's i'm afraid to tell people Mm. about what works so fucking well for me and all of this stuff that i ever find over the years so afraid to tell people because i'm afraid that they'll be like oh yeah that's ridiculous that doesn't Mm. that doesn't make sense not even that they'll prove me wrong because i want to be proved wrong Mm -hmm. but that 
they'll just not listen or won't care or will ostracize me or something. It's some weird, it's some core, oh, deep funny, yeah. biological thing. No, everyone feels relieved when you say these things. Thanks. That's how they've always felt. They just didn't have the words for it. Mm. Mm. And they didn't even know they felt that until you articulate it. And then it's like, mm. oh, that's what that is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so yeah, to circle all the way back, souls absolutely are working on everyone and through everyone. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just think it's in really inconspicuous ways. Things that we've tried to explain away with like, I don't know, like neuroscience, you know? Mm. Like, well, it's this part of the brain that lights up. And we're like, that, that's why. It's like, <laughs> what do you mean that's why? <laughs> that's why we have all these innovations? That's why we're different than the animals? There's just these huge leaps but it's just enough to explain it away. Like, oh no, that's not soul. That's the prefrontal cortex mm-hmm. operating in this way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get that you can see brain activity, but you don't know what's causing that brain activity. Right. You don't know You don't know anything about the brain. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but we just pretend like yeah. we do, you yeah. know? And oh, like, oh, well that can't be true because mm-hmm. it explains everything too concisely and cleanly. You know, I don't know. We need something far more complicated and rational where there's no divinity whatsoever because mm. we have to disprove our archaic ancestors this yeah. is weird you know what i'm curious there. about too as like yep. kind of a side note but similar threads like the whole cancel culture thing because mm-hmm. it's really interesting how far people go into other people's past to cancel them now mm-hmm. even though back then it wasn't even a thing yeah like i mean i was telling david this we had <laughs> i think it was like 2006 my senior year of college mm-hmm. we had the beginning of senior year we had a um a stereotypes party and we all dressed as our favorite stereotype mm-hmm. which <laughs> would be considered racist today it probably was maybe considered racist probably, then yeah like i don't think the school administration would have approved that party no definitely not but it was time, so yeah. fun yeah i mean all part all our parties were fun so it wasn't yeah and you went as an asian tourist not blackface right i mean that's, no, i didn't do okay. blackface. i want to clarify I didn't what even, you're talking I didn't about even know it almost sounded like you were gonna say and oh. i did blackface oh no i did an asian tourist i had this like yeah. cute little bob wig and an i heart new york shirt mm-hmm. and you know i just played full out in the stereotype it was a stereotypes party yeah <laughs> um i wore a fanny pack and had a camera around my neck mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's funny oh god um yeah, and I don't know. I'm sure people could pull up pictures. I mean, those pictures are on Facebook because that was the Facebook era of the very beginning. Yeah. But it, it would be funny. Or, you know what's funny, though? Even though Asians are a minority, they're not a, a fought for minority. So people wouldn't be angry at you for that. Well, not now. But what if they are in 2030? What if they're the fought for minority? Yeah. No, they get they get way but based on IQ and their, their money and everything. Like Asians are just they're they're not a. I don't know, protected race. I, I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. Mm. The the history for the history. I mean, yeah. it, internment camps. Yeah. Right? We we went and saw, like we were right in the area of the I Japanese know. internment camps in Seattle. It's everywhere. There's plenty of history, plenty of historical relics, but it doesn't fit the narrative. So it gets thrown out yeah. because Asians do, do well. better. Do better than white do people. Do better. Yeah. 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 Well, mm-hmm. so that <laughs> yeah but okay well okay so i didn't i maybe i won't get canceled based on my two. but it is weird picture. that you can go back like 10 15 years and then cancel someone that just makes no sense the only way i can make it make sense is if i believe that stupid thing like people don't change 
Oh, yeah. If I believe, well, people just can't change. They can never change. If I believe that, then I could be like, well, people don't change. So this is the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I know. Doubtful. It's just, it's really interesting. It like just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. The whole the whole thing in general, I don't think makes sense. I don't think we're very good at conceptualizing time. Like <laughs> I don't th- I don't think we <laughs> really even not. like I don't I don't know that people even think about it. But like to go back in time and to assume that people had the same moral standard as our moral standard today is so dumb. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. Well, no I think sense. I think I do that with the world war two i'm like how could you fucking let that happen but then i came to this place recently as we talked about more about it like what would it be like to be a nazi soldier like will you elaborate more and then or you want me to keep going okay yeah because i don't know what your point is well i could see that going on and i could see my same like oh like if you know my granddaughter she's like well grandma why didn't you stop them why didn't i'm like oh it wasn't mine to do you know, like, it's like, yeah. it's like, well, grandma, why didn't you wear a mask? I'm like, or why didn't you protest? I'm like, oh, because it wasn't yeah. mine to do. But yeah. then it's like, wait, what do you mean it wasn't yours to do? Wasn't everybody doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, why weren't you sticking up? Yes. And they'll undoubtedly, they'll say, how did, why didn't you cut yourself off from fossil fuels? Yes. Like, why didn't you just pull out from fossil fuels? Like, why didn't you just like get solar panels and like a fucking wind turbine and then run your house that way? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you drive an electric car? Yeah. Why didn't you? Like, what do you mean Tesla's been know, out since know? 2007? Yeah. It's like, why didn't you get one? Uh-huh. It's like, well, honey, they were expensive at the time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's going to be the same thing. Right. Same, same thing. And there's undoubtedly, I think future generations are going to look back and go like, how did, why didn't you protest the government for getting in, involved in all of these yeah. weird political things and like brainwashing the fuck out of people with propaganda to mm-hmm. secure votes? <laughs> like, why didn't you speak out more about that? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's going to be so many things that like the things that I know probably won't even be the things that they, right. that they're going to look back right. at. Right. Because there's going to be obvious things uh-huh. and it's going to feel to them like slavery. Yeah. It's going to feel just as atrocious. And maybe yeah. it's like animal products or the way that we do some sort of systems, yeah. things that we probably don't even know exist right. or are happening. That we don't even know are happening right yeah, now. Yeah. Future generations is going to go, ugh, uh-huh. early 2000s, <laughs> fucking monsters, <laughs> monsters. Of course. Yeah. But the our moral code is always updating. Like yes. we don't even know those things. And back then they didn't know these things. Right. Like I think that's the thing that we're we're having a hard time seeing progress socially from an anthropological scale. Like you got to go to a huge scale. Like let's look at human beings from 70,000 years ago. Let's look at human beings yeah. on those scales and then see how this is a this is like a little it's like a it's a second on the clock. Of the, of like our of our human evolution, like like lives go by like that when you go to that scale, and from that scale, this is the unprecedented progress. It makes no oh, sense how okay. fast we're progressing. Right. The fact that a single lifetime can see total social progress, total revolution of of a technology, like total revolution of the way that we communicate, total revolution of like spiritual understanding, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. 
how fast things can happen. Yep. Man. It's true. Yeah, I think you nailed it with time. It's it's too weird. It's too it's just it's such a miss. It feels like feels like when your anger leaks out sideways mm-hmm. when people just go and cancel people for something that they did like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like the the behavior that's normal today was like the butt of the joke in like 2000 when people were still making wife jokes before like you know before, before they couldn't anymore. But when they'd be yeah. like, "Oh my god, my nagging wife." You know, every time she brings up back in 94 when I like didn't pull her chair out at dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's like those kinds of things where it's like like they used to be the butt of the joke and everyone's yeah. like, ha ha ha, that's so funny, that's ridiculous. And even the wife's like, ha ha ha, I know it's ridiculous that I keep bringing up the time you didn't pull my chair out in 94. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows it's ridiculous. But today that, that behavior is so normalized. It's like, remember you did that one thing back in 2000? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I literally don't even remember it. You know, right. it's, like, it's like those kinds of things. Like, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. You know who I was in 2000? You know, it's mm-hmm. like this, it's like, what are you talking about? But it's not just one person saying it that everyone can go like, oh, yeah, that's silly. It's a whole mob of people. Yeah. Behind a keyboard. Behind a keyboard. Anonymous. Which is really interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been nice to be off the social medias. Mm Mm-hmm. I deleted Facebook Messenger and the app from my phone. That's quite lovely, Mm -hmm. I must say. I was rarely on anyway, but... Now mm-hmm. when I go on, I use my computer and it's like the intention, like I have to type in Facebook, like it's like an mm-hmm. actual, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going on Facebook. I'm checking on our VIP people mm-hmm. saying hello in there. And I'm like, okay, and I'm done. Like, yep. there's nothing else for me there. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Hmm. My nose itches. Do you want to go eat something? Sure, we can eat something. Beyond yeah, bread. this was good. This was very good. Yeah, this was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels good to be getting back into these topics. Or chatter, mm-hmm. typical chatter. I mean, it's still relatable. W- there are always these topics. Yeah. But to start to pop out of all of it. Yeah. I'm glad we did it. Like, I'm glad we went through and sorted oh, through all so the culture deep. and all this stuff because. Everyone was having a hard time. Yeah. Everyone across the board was having a hard time. So to be able to go in and be like, all right, let's fucking, let's unpack this the best we can. Felt important. I don't know that we could have talked about anything else. Yeah, there was But it feels good. There. That's what was there. That's why we talked mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. If you want to join us on uh, 7-7 channel night, mm-hmm. then uh, head to thesecondparadigm.com. Hope to see you there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, there's so already fun. bonus meditations in there in their membership. Yeah, and yeah we dropped a meditation in, and then Miriam's Light Language is already up for July, too. Yep. It's cool. I'm excited to see what we can do with the platform. It's new. Me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had some clunks before. So if you were an early enroller, thanks for yeah. bearing with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know it was a little clunky getting it set up, but we uh, tweeted at support. So yep. then our. Uh, we got an instant reply. Yeah. <laughs> so in five days, it's 34 uh-huh. minutes. It was amazing. Gotta right, love everyone. that Twitter. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Hope to see you soon. Secondparadigm.com. This has been David and Miriam for the Second Paradigm Podcast. We'll see you next time. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> this grounded existence left by soul where the world stands witness. In my mind.
stuck in time But in my soul I always know I am more